Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Cocktails with the Kiefers. That's right. Well, I should say Cocktails with the Kiefer because I'm the only Kiefer in this household that will actually drink liquor. Unlike my lovely husband over here. I'm sorry. Hold up. Loretta Lynn's champion you. because you piss excellence. Thank you very much. And you cannot drink liquor ever. I didn't drink liquor before. I was a champion. I, you still don't drink I, liquor. I remain the same, Heather. <laughs> I remain the same before, after, success, no success. I'm the same human being. Mm. Meanwhile, she's drinking. So, hey, yep. what's up, everybody? I'm Chris. That's Heather. She really wanted to do this intro. She felt like we needed to change our title to Cocktails with the Kiever because it's 5.15 on a Saturday afternoon evening. And I say, which is stick with coffee with the Kiefer's? It will be coffee, but for today, it's cocktails. We are here. I think it's episode... Honestly, I haven't been keeping track on these. I've been trying to do this thing once a month. But one thing (laughs) we run into problems is we don't have an advertiser, which isn't to be... Actually, I have a couple people that want to do it, and I've been talking about this for a little while. There's a CBD company that sent me some product that really wants to be a part of our show. Uh, I had a, another coffee company that wanted to be a part of our show, but he just wanted to give me product and maybe uh, use a product code to try to sell the coffee and then get a percentage off of the sales. And I'm like, no, I, I mean, don't want to do that. The coffee was good. We used it the at The coffee Loretta's. was really good. However, do you remember what it was called? Uh, no. Bump Start? I don't know. It was Cole Seeley's Coffee Company. It was good coffee. Just It wasn't in a K-cup in here at home. We used K-cups at Loretta's. We didn't have our k our Keurig machine, so we had to use regular. So they old they school. gave us a go, and after he sent me the proposal, I was like, "Nah, it's just not for me. Um, if I'm going to do this thing, I would like to have some money up front. I feel like we get enough downloads on this the show, and then maybe a percentage of the sales. Yeah, I think a lot of people will support whoever supports this this podcast because I think it's it's a fun podcast. I don't know if it's successful, but it's fun to do. Yeah, it's fun. It's so a good time. I will bite the bullet and still do it for free on our time. But nonetheless, I was planning on doing once a month, and we haven't been doing that. Well, we, we haven't even done it since we've been back from Loretta's. But we've only been home for about a month, and we, even though we've been home for a month, we still had a lot going on. I mean, we got Pogo Boy in there that we've had to deal with. That's another topic we'll get into. But been busy since we've been back from Loretta's. Lots of testing, lots of things going on between Pulp, Racer X, and of course Kiefer Inc. So we haven't had time to really sit down. And yeah. hash out what we want to talk about. At some time, you know, some point in our lives, it's just boring. Yeah. There's not a lot of shit going on. So it's not like it's action-packed over here and we have to have a show every month. I try to keep this show as organic as possible. Things that come up in my head, which I will I will mention to Heather, and she will cock-block me on it. <laughs> There's some things that I want to talk about that you won't let me talk about. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. What? I mean, I can't mention it because if I do, then I'm in trouble. So what I'm saying oh. is there's certain things that I would love to talk about that you're like, nah, we should talk about it. And there's a, there's a thing that you want to talk about tonight that I don't want to talk about because it has to do with Aiden. And I don't know if we should put him on blast. Oh, yeah, you know? I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't th- I think it's natural, but I don't want to blow him out and embarrass him. So, you know, I thought it would be a really great topic because, you know, See, what? we're going to talk about it. And and I will talk about it in a manner 
to a where, respectful manner. Yes, I mean we've all been there as men. A G-rated manner. Yes. <laughs> um, it just sucks that Aiden's in a in a family that's pretty transparent. <laughs> He's stuck with us for another few years. So if he wants to do his own thing later on, eighteen. Clippy clippy. What if he's? What if he wants to move out when he's eighteen? I will cry. Will you? Yeah, I want to cry what right now. What would be now? worse, Oreo dying, or Aiden moving out? Those. That's not even the no, same. No, you got to pick one. No, that's fucking horrible. Why? Because it's both shitty on the. What's both ends. worse for you? What's worse? Yes. My dog dying. Then Aiden moving out. Yeah, because okay, Aiden, that's, I, I will, that's, that's understandable. I will still see Aiden every day. Oh, you will. Well, yeah, I got his ass on live three sixty. I will hunt him down. Not if he's doing his own thing with his chicks. Oh, we can't talk about that, about this conversation that we had today on the way down to Gary's. I don't know if it's so much of a conversation. It's more of a you yelling at him. Anyway, hey, what's up? Five minutes in. This is Coffee with the Kiefers. We're already rambling on about shit. but this That's is what a, we do. We ramble. This is a podcast about life, love, dirt bikes, sex. And a bunch of other shit sprinkled in. All kinds in. of stuff. It just kind of encompasses, I would think, most normal families, maybe that don't want to talk about it, but here we are. We talk about these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so first things first, thank you to the companies that tried to advertise with us. I am going to really try to work on the CBD thing. I'm just not a complete believer in the stuff yet. So as you guys know, I don't like to take advertisement on things that I don't believe in or doesn't work. So I'm currently trying some CD- CBD product um, that comes from Colorado. I don't want to blow them out right now and talk about them, but been using it for about a week. Mm-hmm. Haven't feel haven't felt much yet, but obviously I don't want to just be like jump on a week. I don't feel it. I'm out. I want to try it for two, three weeks, see if I feel it. So of course I ride a lot. I'm gonna rub that stuff on my knees and my back because those are the two points that get stiff and sore. So you've been rubbing that on my back. Yep. I've been doing it on my knees. And we're going to go from there. Only thing I do take for me as far as I'm, I'm getting older and I ride a lot is B12. Yep. You have to shoot me in my ass mm. with vitamin B12 every two weeks. Well, it's not so much that I shoot you. You stick yourself and then I just push it in because right. I'm Right. So for those of you guys that are older listening to this that maybe want a, something that may work for you, I haven't tried a lot, obviously, but... I do a lot of exercising slash writing, typing. I'm, I'm always doing something. Vitamin B12 works for me. Some of you guys may have take a shot or have gotten them from your doctor. I get prescribed some B12 and I take a shot every two weeks and it seems to kind of level out my... Um, gives I guess, a little bit more pep. Yeah, it gives me some more pep. I have some more drive. I'm, it's not like a miracle drug or anything. It just kind of keeps me even keel. Yeah. So anyway... The CBD thing, I'm working on it. So hopefully by the next episode, we will have a title sponsor. We will hopefully try to push something that works on you guys that you can believe in. That's mm-hmm. what we do here. And that's what Kieferink testing does as well. Absolutely. How do you feel about that? I feel good. I mean, you're not you're not trying to sell some bullshit that doesn't work just to make a quick buck. Do you think other people do that in the industry? Uh, absolutely. Does Steve do that? No. No, Steve's actually pretty good. His stuff's... I feel like Steve's Most pretty... Most of his advertising is legit. But like I stuff feel like that's there's... Good. Yeah. But, but most of the stuff that advertises with him advertises with you, so... Not really. Well, Steve I mean, like... way more advertising. Well, yeah, more, way more advertising. But I'm saying, like, you guys have a lot of the same advertisers, like Fly and... This brings up something that I, it's not even in our rundown here. Oh. But I was on the wrap-up show with Darkside. 
Yep. And he brought up the question, how much do I owe Steve for my success, or if you call it success, from what has been going on with me as far as my business, Racer X, Kiefer Tested. Give me a percentage pie on what you think I owe Steve my success. Try not to pause too long because this is Um, a a radio show. Yeah, thanks. Well, you put me on the spot. I would say... I'd say it's like 50-50. I feel like... Well, I feel like you have brought a lot to Steve, but Uh Steve has also brought a lot to you. I think you guys... You complement each other very well on both sides. I think I owe Steve 75% of what I got, obviously. Because I think, here's my thing. Yes, people knew who I was at Dirt Rider and maybe through racing. Right. But they didn't get a feel of my personality until I could have been myself with Steve. But I think you were always yourself with Steve. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But no one knew that because I wasn't on a platform. Yeah, you were a Dirt Rider under. Yeah, I, I couldn't be... I mean, obviously, we can't have coffee with the Kiefer's and Dirt Rider. Fuck, can't talk about that shit in that in that stuff, <sighs> right? So True. I'm just saying, I think. Okay, maybe it's a little bit more, but I but I think now where you're at, I think you guys, it's fifty fifty. Like you both complement each other very well. I think well. I bring something for him as well. Yes, I think. Yes, I hope. And I don't ever want to burn people out on what I do. Right. You know. But I think what you're about is a lot. It's a lot different than everybody else in the industry because you have other people that bleed a certain bike color and they could give zero fucks about anything else. They think I, I suck Yamaha's dick because I you, like a Yamaha. You do like a Yamaha, but you also fucking like a Honda. You like a Cowie. You like a KTM. You like a Husky. You always yell at me because I switch brands. Well, yeah, it just gets annoying. Oh. Just fucking pick one. What gets annoying is the fact that when you go to race something, you're like, I'm going to race this. And then three days later, you're like, oh, I'm just going to race that. And you can't make up your fucking mind. It's like every day I come home and it's a different, I'm going to ride this at the Vet National. And then two days later, oh, no, I'm going to ride this. I can't ever keep up. Really? Yes. You're yelling now. Oh, I don't mean to yell. That's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> is it? So anyway, I thought that was interesting from Dark Side. It was a cool wrap-up show. I'm not a wrap-up show guy, but if you guys haven't listened to the wrap-up show, um, it's the latest one that just came out. So you guys can check it out. I want to plug Darkseid. He's a good dude. I like Darkseid. I even said this in the show. Look, when I saw Darkseid, he has a ponytail. He wears a bandana. He's not the usual media guy that you see at the races. Yeah, he and looks he, like he's out of the movie Rockstar. Yeah, it's just I'm, I'm standoffish. <laughs> with, and, and you know how I am. I don't let a lot of people in to yeah. my circle, uh-huh. I guess. Um, as public and transparent as I am, when I'm out and doing my own thing, I'm pretty private. Like yeah. I don't want to be fucked with. You don't. Right? I park out in the BFE when I go do something. But if people come up and talk to you, you will Absolutely. Like, talk to if them. you find me. You're not seeking out the attention. No, if you find me, I'm happy to talk to you. So if you see me out in the North 40, it's not like don't come up and talk to me. Obviously, if you, you see that and you come and, and seek me out, I'm down to talk. That means you actually want to talk. But I just don't want to be out in the open for every Tom, Dick, and Harry to, uh, Steve this or Steve that. Look, it's take it up with Steve. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, this is Coffee with the Kiefer's. Cocktails with the Kiefer. Yep. Cocktail with Heather. Yes. Hey, that'd be... Smirnoff Seltzer would be a great sponsor for the show. Yeah, why don't you ride them? Tell them that you drink it. Ugh, I smashed it <clears throat> at Loretta's. Smashed right. them. So, I'm going to start this episode off with the, with the subject that was brought to me by, uh, brought to me by uh, a younger kid, maybe or in early 20s, and he suggested in an email... Kiefer, can you talk about how 
or what you did when your parents cut you off from their money source. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're you're 19, you're starting to get your own job, but hey, I can't help you out with your racing or riding or your dirt bikes anymore. Can we talk more about that? And I guess you can't really relate to that because you weren't around. No. But you were with me at that kind of time when that was kind of going on maybe, or I was already on that page. I don't know. You're already on that page. So backstory for me, when I was 19, my dad's like, look, you... My mom was disabled, so I took care of my mom at home. So it wasn't like my dad was like, hey, get a job or go to school. He knew that I had to be around for my mom. He wasn't around, so he kind of used me to take care of the house, take care of my mom, so I didn't really have to pay anything. But he wasn't going out of his way to pay for my racing, to pay for my entries, to pay for any bikes. If I, I had a bike, and I had to keep that bike up, if I wanted a new bike, that was up to me to find it. So for you guys out there that are just getting into that level where your parents are starting to cut you off, the, the best thing I can do and recommend is you're going to at some point have to cut back on the riding and start going to work. That's what I had to do. Yep. Fortunately, I worked for Larry Rossler. I worked for um, – in, in high school, I worked for XRs Only. I always had some kind of job within the motorcycle industry to, to subsidize what my dad couldn't do. So if my dad couldn't pay for my entries, I had 50 bucks to pay for an entry. I had friends that I went with. I split gas. So there comes a point in a crossroads in your life where you have to ease up on riding. I did. Like, I quit. Just, you know, we told the story many times. Travis and I both quit yep. racing and riding, and we went and got a job. Travis won the lottery. Won the championship. I didn't. I stayed at work. And then I quit because I was like fucking over it. And then I went back to, uh, saved up enough money from that job, got a bike, and then worked locally at a dealership. That's basically what I did. So at some point in time, there comes <laughs> there comes that time where you have to just stop riding for a little bit or slow down and go to work, save some money, and don't try to go fund me for the love of christ oh boy don't do the go fund me route here's the other option that i did back in the day that wasn't a go fund me route i hand wrote letters to relatives do you know about this no there's, i knew that there's actually one aiden and i were rummaging through my own shit the other day yeah and we found a letter that i wrote in in pencil to my grandma 1920 dear grandma and I, I should have brought it in here and, and have you read it read it. i didn't know you had that i knew you had the the uh resumes that you sent to like I, well that was in that pile okay oh. so basically wrote my aunt my uncle my grandma my grandpa um things people that were close to me and say here's my plan i had a plan i wrote out my plan this is what i want to do if there's anything that you can help me with money-wise i would be very grateful. I'll come over and do yard work for you. I like asked them for help, mm -hmm. but then told them I'm happy to help you do something. To earn the money. Yes. And, and maybe not even earn the money because you probably won't do as much work as what they give you. But it's the thought. If someone came up to me, and trust me, I have a couple friends that are involved in Kiefer Inc. that do do this, but you'd be surprised who doesn't do this. I have people that will come up and say, hey, man, 
I would love to help you. Can I help you test or write? That's that's the job. That's what I'm going to pay you to do, right? Right. But what are you going to do for me to get something extra? Like, oh, can I borrow a test bike for a year? And then you're not going to fucking write me any content on that bike. Oh, boy. So then I am like... I feel like I know someone that has done this. So and I won't even say who. I am a one-man entity over here. I'm not a big uh, media magazine like MXA. So I got to make damn sure all my test bikes are accounted for and you guys or my test guys are doing something on them that's real life. And hey, I'm riding this. I'm testing this. I'm doing this. That's my life every time. Yep. So that's basically what I did when I was younger. For whatever reason, I was wired that way. Maybe because my dad was on my shit a lot about doing work for him. Mm-hmm. I went to work with my dad. So if you guys are at that point where your parents are going to help you, but you do have some relatives that are available, reach out to them. Don't text them. Call them. Be a normal adult. You know, Ask them for help. Tell them your plan. Tell them what you really want to do and what you can do for them. Maybe that will go a long way. I know some of these kids be like, hey, you know, I'm going to start a GoFundMe. I want to race. Or That's a privilege. It's not someone owes you that. It's so annoying, the people that have like GoFundMes. Like, why? Like, I mean, if there's you... some legit ones that are, well, are fine. Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I guess we're getting older. No, I mean, I, I'm fine with the GoFundMe thing, but... There comes a point in time where the GoFundMe is not going to work just because you want to ride your dirt bike or you broke apart. I see these these privateers asking for money. I get it, but maybe ask in a private manner to the people that are closest to you. Yeah. And don't publicly ask some strangers for a fucking handout. I don't know you. I appreciate what you're doing. I like that you ride. I like your style. I like your technique. I like you as a rider, but why should I give you 50 bucks just because you're down and out? Yeah. That's your choice. Learn the hard way, man. Mm-hmm. People giving you shit ain't going to learn. So parents are cutting you off. Go to work, man. Earn it. It's life. Sometimes you're going to have to ease up on things that you like a lot in order to keep doing it for the duration of your life. I guess that's my point. I was fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time. I was in Southern California. I rode a lot. I wasn't in the industry. I just was persistent. I was friendly. I was nice. I did things for people. Like, Mm -hmm. I genuinely wanted to fucking do this for a career. Yeah. And I didn't even know that until later in my life. I just thought I wanted to ride. But then I look back and all the things that I did, I'm like, I wanted to be in this for as long as I can remember. I didn't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I just wanted to be a racer or I wanted to ride dirt bikes and help people. So And here you are. I guess that's my advice for you guys out there that are younger, that your parents are cutting you off. Just go to work, man. Help people and they'll help you. It's amazing what you can get from people when you're genuine, when you're nice, and you bust your ass. Yes. It, it's a rare thing. And if you're a young kid and you're like that, that is fucking unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unreal. You don't see it. A, a good example t- for this is Colton Ack. He's, I mean, he's mid-20s. He's not young, but he's a good kid. Oh, I like Colton. Like, he's a nice kid. I can trust him. 
He he would represent my brand well. He's not a fucktard. Like, <laughs> he is a good, genuine kid, right? He is. So that's what people are looking at when they hire people or they want to help you in the racing. They want to be a part of what you're doing, but they also want to be a part of a good human being. Yes. Well, I mean, even... I know even, I'm rambling on. This is not your normal coffee with the key for talk, but this is a subject I thought that was really good. Even like Seven Deuce Deuce, like super friendly, very approachable. He talks to every single fan, loving guy. Yeah, and I thought he was full of shit when I when I didn't know him because I thought he was a it was a shtick. A shtick, but, but he's a. You know what that means? No. You don't know what a shtick means? No. A shtick means like an act. Oh. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm acting this up to get something out of someone or something, you know? Put but, like, it, it really was him. That's how he was all the time. That's how he is. Right. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, not a lot to talk about there, but I just say, hey, man, just be a good person. Do it your, what you... Things what you, that we try to instill in Aiden every single day. Yes. So, this leads me to the, to the Aiden thing. Oh, Aiden. I love my kid so much. <sighs> but it's just, I, I respect parents more to... to I respect good parents more to raise their kids the right way because obviously with COVID-19, this pandemic, your kids are around you a lot more, right? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, unless you just bail on your kid. Well, I mean, they, they got school. They got things. And they're all – they're right there. They've got to be. Or you're, you maybe you have a relative that they have to go to while you're at work. Weird times for sure right now. But to parent and not get a break, that, that school break is gnarly because – I feel like I'm in Aiden shit all the time. I'm surprised more people haven't heard me yell at the track at Aiden. <laughs> they probably have. They're probably scared. Because I feel like I feel like they would think, oh, man, that's a mini dad going off. It's not about – It's 90, not even about dirt bikes. 90% of the time, it's I'm yelling at Aiden for having his head up his ass mm-hmm. or not being a good kid or respectful or working his ass off. He's 14. I get it. Like – there's going to be some laziness involved. But we had a conversation on the way down the hill today down in uh, Tumecula. I just told him, look, man, what you see in the garage is not real life. You have this. You're in Racer X magazine. You went to Loretta's. You're doing you get to do all these things. What's funny is when we were on our trip to Loretta's, you asked Aiden, you, and I don't remember what the other option was but you were like would you rather be on the oh the cover of a magazine or have an edit and he was like an edit it's like oh my god do you remember this yeah yeah so you know when i was younger god it sounds like i'm old and i am i wanted to be on the cover of a magazine so i think magazines just have gone out right yep aiden would rather have a cool edit on an instagram than have a cover but the moral of this topic is I'm instilling to try to instill respect, hard work in him. That's it's very hard to do nowadays because it's just the culture of of America. Mm-hmm. Handouts, um, working from home. I'm guilty of that too. I do a lot of my work from home. After I'm testing, he sees just me riding dirt bikes. He sees me coming home. I'm on the computer. He doesn't understand what she does because he sees what I do, and I make sure I tell him. I have his bike in the back of the ridge line on the way down. I'm going to do a garage build um, on a Honda CRF250R to try to make a little bit more torque, and we're going to incorporate that on his bike. And I tell him, do you realize what we're doing? You know, And he doesn't he understand. Just, he has this dumb fuck look on his face <laughs> that just instantly pisses me off. Like he could not talk. 
and he has this like like he doesn't get it Beavis and Butthead and it drives me insane Ugh, I know so then he, we talk about girls and he talks to girls and he has a nice girl that he talks to and he kind of blows her off and he talks to another girl which is fine that girl's cool too but like I don't know, man. It's just a struggle for me, and I got to keep up on it. And I respect all you parents out there that are doing it the right way. They're on top of your kids. And Aiden's a great kid. He talks to people. He's respectful. He's yes. nice. I just would want a little bit more drive for what he's getting. But do you think that part of his lack of motivation at this point in time is because of his broken arm? I mean... The poor kid was in sitting on the bike just now, just like starting it, just trying to rev the engine. I understand that, but here's the thing. I broke both of my arms. I'm on the treadmill in the gym. I'm doing something to try. (laughs) I can just picture you running with both of your arms in gas. I I mean, and and, and here's, I guess this is where the the crossroads comes between parents and kids. We We want our kids to be like us in a way on the good parts and then want them to be better on the bad parts. So... I feel like a good part of me is my drive to work. Yep. I, I will work my ass off to succeed. And then if I don't succeed, I'm not let down. I will work more. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to instill that in him. And he just looks at, I get free shit. Things are handed to me. And he'll go in spurts. Well, he'll work his ass off and then be done. Or he'll work for a little bit and he'll be like, okay, that should be good, right? No, it's not good. You got to continue it. So maybe I'm asking too much as a for a 14-year-old to do. But I'm in his ass all the time, people. I'm in his ass all the time. So one day it's going to click. My dad was in my ass. It clicked. It didn't click until the mid-20s, but it clicked. So yep. it, it, it's – I get headaches because I yell. Oh, it's so bad. Like you're yelling and I'm right next to you. I'm like, please stop. I'm yelling, yelling and I'm not like yelling. I'm just like loud cuz I'm just like, dude, get awake. Like be awake. <gasps> like he just like yeah, it's just there's <laughs> a blank stare like, "Oh, dad's yelling but again." But I think honestly, I think what it is is sometimes when you're like that and you're in that tone, it's very intimidating cuz even when you and I get in arguments sometimes and you have that tone with me, it's like I freeze up and I don't know what the fuck to say. And I think he's the same way. It's like, "Oh shit, like I don't know what to say." And if I say this, I think I'm going to piss him off. But if I if I don't say that, I'm going to make him mad. It's like you don't know what to even do. And so you just sit there with this blank look on your face and then it just pisses you off even more. So it's kind of like you're fucked either way. I know. So if your parents are out there, you got to Hit up Heather or me. Uh, I, I would love to hear it because I know I think we're on the gnarlier side than most of our friends. Oh, yeah. I see some parents and it's like the kids are just out of fucking control. And the parents like, don't do that. I told you no. Dude, and I'm like, you have to be aware when your kid's annoying. And then there's me. Public Aiden, places. What the fuck are you doing? Knock that shit off. Or I'm going to backhand you. Oh, loud. Oh, I get Sorry, mad. people. It's it's microphone. That's Heather. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it's just. I just think, like, I'm aware. I'm very aware of when Aiden's might could be annoying. I'm like, hey, man, back that down. Just chill out. Or Aiden's really cool about being a jokester. I go, maybe just don't joke 24 7. Just be nice, you know? And, and when you meet strangers, totally respectful, but he hangs around my friends a lot and we joke. Yeah. So he feels like that's the norm. Well, and I think, I think too, because 
He's only got really like Liam, that's his age, that rides, and all the other boys are significantly younger right. that he hangs out with. Or then he's got your group of friends that are obviously older. So I think he's kind of like in that middle middle line where it's like, I don't know, do I act younger? Do I act older? Like, what do I do? Well, he hangs around. I hung around a lot of older guys when I was young. Yeah. And I and I could have been an asshole. I mean, I really could have. My dad wasn't around to see how you were as much as I am with Aiden. Yeah. So you might have been a complete. I mean, I'm sure. I, no, I, I mean, I did dumb shit. Absolutely, mm. I did total dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm just looking at the parent side. It's it's work, man. It's it's 24 seven. And you parents out there that feel like you may be a bad parent because you're always yelling at your kids, you're not. You're helping them. We need more parents like that. Yes. Because those kids are going to be oh, those children are our future. <laughs> Lead them well. Da, 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 Isn't da, it teach them well? Da, 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 let them lead the way. Okay. This is not American Idol. Whitney Houston. Mm. Anyway. God rest Kudos soul. to your parents. All right. I, I will say, though, Aiden okay. did surprise us at Loretta's with his podium speech. His podium speech was amazing. That's probably one of the reasons why I said I love you because I couldn't believe it was happening. Right. Like, we were so, literally, we were like, oh, what's he going to say? I'm just like, please, Jesus Christ, don't let him say something stupid. And he said, sir. So I know what's in there. So that's, that was the test. Right. So I, that right there gave me a glimmer of hope. So that <laughs> lasted me for about a month, and now I'm pissed again. <laughs> we were holding on. Just hold on to that moment. Just hold it on. Because... Every time he does something stupid, I'm just going to pull up his podium speech and just play it. Yeah. Let's go back to here. Let's, let's relive this. Let's so what I do. Clear. I relive Loretta's like every night. So when it's I go in to sleep. there. So that's what I'm saying to your parents. They're, they're listening to it. If, it. if you're yelling and it comes from a loving spot, and most of my, I want to say most of my <laughs> yelling comes from that. And I try to tell him, hey, bud, like I am trying to teach you a lesson that's going to help you in the future. I'm just not here. I don't wake up in the morning saying, hey, fuck it. I'm going to yell today. I just feel like yelling. Uh, no. Sometimes you do. No, when have you ever heard me yell at you? Not at me. But Anything. That- like when have I yelled at Aiden for not for nothing? Uh, it's true. Not for nothing, but I mean... I just want yeah. I want him to be okay when he gets older. Okay? Yep. That's what parents are here to do. Well, yeah. You don't want to see your kid living on the freaking 215 freeway on his shanty. Now, that's a whole other conversation we can have. God. How do they collect so much shit? I don't know. It's I insane. go to Glen Helen once or twice a week. There's this dude. That guy keeps, it's getting bigger, huh? There's this dude that has so much shit and it's. The, the the area is almost as big as our property, and he's got coverings. He's got a trailer. He's got a, motor a truck. Home. Does he have a motorhome? Andy Jefferson or I and Travis are on Apple Valley in bumfuck Egypt, bicycling on this trail. We come over this hill. There's a dude in a, in a roached out, beat down trailer that looks like made up of paper mache, tumbleweeds. <laughs> An old XR100 and a fucking Beamer. A, th- a five series Beamer. Not a three series, a five series Beamer deep into the Dez. I mean, the Beamer has to, and it didn't look roached. It's been used, wasn't roached. He had to fucking go in far to get to his shanty. I'm curious. This is another thing I want to do. I didn't think I'd tell you this. Oh boy. I want to go undercover, or not even undercover. I just want to go to these shanties and find out what's up. I want to find out how they got here. 
how they collect so much shit, what are they doing, what is their plan? And maybe they don't have one, but if you're living like that, you plan on staying there for a while. How And, and, and last, how can they stay there when it's not their land? Well, they how, get is they, out. how are they not kicked out? They do. They get kicked out. This guy has been there but for But they might not know months, about him. Dude. It's right next to a warehouse. People know he's there. Maybe they don't care. The road that I drive on, it's right there. You can see it. Oh, the Glen Helen one, yeah, for sure. I, I, th- yeah, I'm not talking about Skid Row. I'm talking about these dudes that just plant their lives right next to highways and nothing happens. Yeah, I don't know. So that's what I want to do. I want to start a website and just have a video guy with me, and we're going to document this and just really dive I deep. I feel like you need to have a security guard with you. Nah. No, because a lot I'll of I'll carry them... a gun. I don't have one, but I will carry one. Bitch, please. You don't even know how to use a gun. You need to use a water I gun. shoot. Pew, pew, water guns. Pew, pew, pew. Here's my super soaker. Oh, pew, pew. Sorry. I'm all about guns and alcohol and whatever pew, pew, you're pew. doing over there. Pew, pew. Whatever. I'm just saying, you should take someone like Vosh, who at least has his CCW. Anyway, do you want to talk about something, or should I keep going on You my keep run? going. We'll just roll with your shit. It's good. Let's talk about the ups and downs of marriage. Oh, the ups and downs in that all the time? Don't we always talk about ups and downs in marriage? I get a lot of emails sent to me about marriage and how to keep it going, and, and, I, and I'm sure we've talked about this at some point on this podcast. I think we have. Some form, right? Yeah. And most of it boils down to communication. Yep. Other part of it boils down to knowing who you're fucking marrying. Mm. Me and you didn't even go to a wedding because we knew that marriage wasn't even going to work. You you probably, I'll tell you off air, but. Oh, is it? Um, no, don't say I'm it. I'm not going to say it, but is it? Um, yeah, it, just say, we'll talk about it later. Here's the thing. No, it's not that. So the point of a balanced marriage, okay, and uh-huh. and. and Here's another portion of marriage that's tough. Sometimes people change. Yeah. I really want to know who this person is really quick. I'll tell you later. Now, this is a question for you. Uh Uh-huh. Do you feel like you've changed since I've met you? Yes. In what way? In what way? Yes. Um, well, I definitely didn't know fuck all about having sex. So okay, but I'm talking about the, the the nuts and bolts of marriage of a person, you know. Uh, I feel like I have molded myself to be more like you. Okay. And to like camouflage into your life. Camouflage. Yeah. Okay, but like blend. I've we've blended. So my lifestyle became yours. Yes. Which is rare. Most women that I've been around do not they want their own lives, they want their own friends. You, which is is a, it's a it's a blessing and a curse because we talk about this as well. <laughs> My friends become your friends. Yeah. You don't have any fucking friends, dude. No, I have friends. One. I got two. Not even that. That friend was my friend before you. Christy was my friend before even you were around. Oh my gosh, you didn't hang out with Christy? Yes, I did. I went to KTM every day and we hung out. So here's here's, not... my th- here's my here's my thing here. <laughs> but I mean, you didn't go like outside of KTM and hang out with her. You didn't go like have dinner with her. Who introduced you? Uh, actually, Kelly did. 
whose friend was that? <laughs> that was your friend. Okay, this is what I'm saying. But see, Kelly became my friend, and then that's how I met Christy All right, and the other Christy. The I'm saying and Woody. people change, and yeah. you're an exception because you've kind of like, I'm just going with you. Listen, here's here. But you left me at one point, right? So you right. didn't want to be a part of what I was doing. Well, you were an asshole. Absolutely. And I was a bitch. And there's other shit, but whatever. No, that's why we're here to talk about it. Don't just say whatever. We talk about this on this show. You you don't you like to shut down when it comes to that topic. Do you notice that? Yeah, I don't like to talk about well, it. Well, why not? Because it's, I just it's, don't. It's the past. Who cares? Because I don't. You fucking bailed. Yeah. You fucked three dudes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I just blasted that on here. Three dudes. This might be the last coffee with the keepers. <laughs> three dudes. I was with one woman. One. So you say. No, I'll tell you. You know I would tell you. That's actually embarrassing. Like, I should be able to tell you I'm with a whole shit ton of chicks. You were before me, so it doesn't really matter. Yes, but I was with one. So, not to blow this whole thing out before you bail out of the studio. I might be dropping the mic and leaving. Marriages are balanced. You got to know who you're getting married into. You got to know the person. You have to talk. Yes, and then you guys can say, well, Kiefer, she was this person, and now she's changed 10 years, 15 years in the marriage. That possibly could happen, but you have to know either you or her have to find a common ground if that person's changing and that's the lifestyle that she wants to live and now you have to adapt to it or you got to bounce because I think that this is what happens. You think you know someone, you get bored, that chick's over it or the dude and they just start being someone else and then the other person goes... I don't even know who you are anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we need to talk more. Maybe we need to communicate more. You suck at communicating. Yeah. Horrible. I talk. Even before this whole podcast shit, I talked a lot. Yes. I want to talk it out. Men want to fix things. We wanted to see it, fix it, and let it go. Like, that's done. You... Wait for me to talk, just like you are right now. <laughs> like, if there's a problem, you don't want to talk about it. Like, you have to get, you have to fight, people. If you just see a problem, I and this is fighting, the, though, it I, sucks. But you have to. <sighs> How else are you supposed to get through things no, I know. if you just shut the fuck up and say, this sucks and live with it? Right, because then at some point, you have to tell your spouse, over. you have to tell your spouse, this, this, is not the way I want it to go. How can we bring it back? Or if we can't bring it back, how can we find a common ground and meet in the middle? Because I want to stay married. Yep. We have some friends that have been married, we're in love, and then now all of a sudden it's totally different. I feel like some of that is common ground, and then some of that is not communicating. Most of the time it's the man that doesn't communicate because they don't want to talk. Yeah, they're like, Fuck me, feed me, leave me alone. I mean, that's just that's it's a relationship in general. Even if boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, you have to find common ground. You have to communicate, and you have to know who the person is. I don't like one hundred percent of everything about you. Wow. We've talked about this the other day, right? I I asked you. I go, what's one thing you don't like about me? You know what Heather says? Nothing. I like everything. That's bullshit. There has to be something. That fucking annoys you that you don't like. 
which is fine. But there's nothing that really annoys me. There's a lot of things that annoy me about you. The only thing that still... annoys me is when I'm fucking super tired and you give me shit for going to sleep and watching a show. But yet I let you go to sleep when you're tired. I don't say fuck all to you. I let you sleep. Well, that's that seems so minor. It's because it's not like problems. I don't problems I have with you. Mm. You ready? Yep. Communication. Yep. You don't talk a lot. Parenting. I parent my balls off, and you let me do it, which is good. And you just kind of follow my lead. Well, yeah, because every time I try to say something, you tell me to shut up. Well, no, because I'm middle of talking. Well, but, if parenting, co-parenting is letting the other person get involved in the conversation. When I go to but, get involved, you tell me to shh. Okay, but do you understand, like, I'm the one that sees something and brings it up to him most of the time? Yeah, but I parent him when he's with me at work. Okay. But he's not scared of me like he is of you. I can beat his ass and he's not scared, but you come after him and he gets scared. Okay. And that's just the way it is. Third thing. Yep. <laughs> God, there's so many things you don't like. Why am I even here? Third thing. Yep. This might be coffee with the one and only key for next time. <laughs> the third thing. Are we ready? Yes. I feel like your your sexual drive has, has gone down. Well, it's tired. The sexual drive is tired? No, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, sexual drive, I get up and now. go to work at 7 a.m. every day. And I feel like that is a huge problem with marriages, that third one. Not a huge one for me. I think it's the least one of, out of all of them, right? Because I agree I'm tired at times as well. But I feel like when we do have sex, it's so good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I, I would rather have only a few sessions a month of really good sex than to have numerous sex sessions and it just be like meh. Uh, I don't think most guys be like, I'll take the meh with more. What, what, what because about it's you? never really that bad. Well, no, it's not really that bad, but I mean, like, there's just some that are just so good, and then there's others where it's like, eh. Things I love about you. You ready? Mm-hmm. Caring. Loving. Okay? Mm-hmm. You let me be who I am. Yeah. You shouldn't have to change at all. And that's the thing. I, and I tell you this all the time with some of your friends. Like, they they come over, and I feel like I'm just one of the guys, and they're one way around you and around me. And then when they get around their spouse, they're a completely different person. Absolutely. And I'm just like. That's a great key to a marriage. I'm that, like, where the fuck is the real person at? Like, can you like leave your wife at home? Because I like the other version of you better. Guys, if you look at porn, if you get nudies from your friends, um, I understand that not 100% of women are going to be okay with it. Heather. I don't um, care. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I don't, I've had clients that have told me they get so mad when they find out that their dude has beat off to watching porn or they caught him with a play. But I'm like, this dude? Why do you fucking care? The guy that we're, I'm talking about, we didn't go to the wedding. He's getting divorced because the wife found out. Pause this right now. I need to know who this is. Found out he beat off. Pause this right now. I will. We'll tell you later. No, I need to know now. Pause so, it right now. Sh- no, you're yelling and people are turning down their volumes right now. Because I need to know. Look, you got to be who you are with your buddies and be, I, I'm going to say 90% of that guy with your chick. I understand you can, not everyone is like us and you can be 100% of the person. But look, if you talk a certain way around your buddies, talk that way around your wife. If you get a a, a, a nudie or your, your buddies want to go riding, 
don't hide it from your wife. If you want to buy a bike, don't hide it from your wife. Be who you are with your wife. And if she doesn't, or better yet, fiance or girlfriend, and if she doesn't like it, bail before you get married. Don't get fucking married. Right. If it's a, if it's an 80% ratio and that 20% is something that you do a lot with your dudes, bail. I know who it Are is. Are you still thinking about yeah, this? Yeah, I know who it is now. I'll tell you off air. Can you I just know chill who out? It is. No, because I have to know. So, huge thing. And I know we talked about this on After Dark. We've talked about this on, on, on this show. You have to be it. That's just... That is a fucking huge thing with relationships. Yeah. You have to be who you are around me. I am. I know, but I'm just saying that. Like, if you got dick pics from your random girlfriend's guy's dicks, I don't care. I know you don't. I said this on After Dark the other day. I'm not the biggest dick you've ever had. Your vagina isn't the best feeling vagina that I've ever had. It's okay because that's not the end all be all of why I want to be with you. Right. So our pheromones, which I believe in, our connection is much better than anything I've had. That is what I base our relationship slash sex on, right? Right. Absolutely. And people are like, man, Kiefer, I can't believe you're still married. I'm still married because I am like this in front of her like I am when I'm with Steve and she's not around. Yeah. She knows what she's getting. I I know that there's not two different sides to you. No. Like this is me. some other people that we know. I don't want to go fuck other chicks. Okay? All right. We have crazy fantasies when we have sex. After I'm done and you're done, we're back to normal. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. We're snuggling and watching Queen of the South. <laughs> and everything is laid out right on the table. Everything is out here. You see it. I see it. We can move on in our relationship. Correct. Having a balanced marriage is that. Yeah. You can't hide. You can't sneak. You can't be one thing like, oh, oh man, I got to go home to my wife. I don't know how many guys I see at the track or when I'm doing other things like, oh, I got to go home. Or they, they just hang out with me because they don't want to go home. Right. Or like they talk about their wives like, oh, fuck, she won't let me do it. Dude, that is a nightmare. I- like if you're cheating on your chick, that's bullshit. Vice versa. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of married dudes in our industry that cheat on their wives, and they think it's funny, or they tell me because I'm so open, they think I'm down with it. I'm not down with it. Like, why are you fucking married? No, I don't wear a wedding a wedding, a wedding. wedding ring. Yes, thank you. Yeah. A wedding ring, but a commitment is a commitment, right? right. I mean, that used to bother me, but if I didn't, not anymore. If I... If I didn't love you, if I didn't think I wanted to be with you, or if I felt like I needed to cheat, I would bounce. Right. I'd bounce. And I told you that many times. Mm-hmm. You, you Back in the day, you're like, oh, I think you're going to cheat on me. I go, no, you won't. I won't cheat on you. I'll just leave. I'm just going to leave you. And then I'll go fuck girls. I wouldn't just cheat on you. Right. So. It, that's the other thing, too. It, marriage is hard. It is hard. And again, being supportive of each other. Like, I don't know how many times we go to races and like, Friends will come, and it's like their wives don't come ever. Yeah, I, that's a good point. Yeah, I would never miss your race. I mean, look, I had my girls' trip one year planned, and that's when you were going to race the nationals. And I'm like, I'm not going. Like, as much as I love hanging out with my girls, I'm not going because I'm not going to miss you race. Sorry, 
This brings up another point that we talked about the other day. Huh? Letting, I want to do stuff by myself sometimes. <sighs> Go ahead. No, you're not allowed to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So this is another thing that. Listen, we, I just love doing stuff with you. Like, I'm not going to lie. This morning when you asked Vaj to go mountain biking tomorrow. Remember when we used to go cycle? Those were good days. We don't have those days anymore. That's my. Yeah, I think we should probably go road biking together more. You're probably yeah. right. Uh, I, if, so Heather and I do so much together. I feel like those are our dates because you and I, we don't, we don't really go on dates. We don't go out to eat. Well, of course you can't because you got to sit in a fucking parking lot. But we we don't really like. Eh. Well, we don't. We don't really like do anything, you know. Like so, when right. we get to do stuff like that's good. I mean, honestly, this is the first time you told me this. This is nice. Going cycling, it's like to me, it's like a date for Noted. us because Got it. we don't have Aiden. But it's you and I, can I know, I do stuff without you. Yes, you can do stuff without me. This is the problem. It's a it's a blessing, right? Because my woman gets to, she likes to do all the same shit. I think I just like to spend time with you. I, okay, can I finish this? Yes. She, I like to do stuff with her. 90% of the time I want her around because she's fun I can be myself I don't have to be anybody that I'm not right but there's certain times I just want to bro down with my homies and just miss you for a length of time I just want to miss you for a length of time and not you have you around <laughs> so and then she gets all sad and then I feel like a dick like I shouldn't have to feel like a dick I don't want you to feel like a dick I'm just it's you sad. go on your girl trips you know, Likewise, the, the, yeah. all the girls that are were my friends that you go and hang out with now. <laughs> oh, Woody was your friend? No, you're right. Woody wasn't my friend. Seabro was your friend? Yes, I knew her before you. Oh, fuck off. No, you didn't. So, you do all these things, and I'm good with it because it's, it's healthy for you. So, again, relationships, marriage, don't be jealous. Either side, man or woman. Let your chick go do what she wants. Women, go let, let your dude do what he wants. What ends up happening is when you fight about it and bitch about it, that's when bad shit happens. Yeah. You know, if you're just cool, he has no reason to fuck over to fuck you over. Vice versa. Like right. if you're cool with me, I'm not gonna leave because I'm still gonna do what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna do it pissed off at you. You're right. I'm gonna be like, dude, my chick's down. You know? I wanna be able to tell my homies, Well, how's your chick taking it? You were going out. She don't get fucked. Oh, mine's not. Mine's not all true. But you're always like that. I mean, like when you went to Gary's bachelor party in Havasu, I'm like, have fun. You actually didn't want to go. I, didn't go. I, want, I was going to go. <laughs> so I knew you. that was a shit show. <laughs> so. But look at the memories. Fuck. It's brutal. <laughs> but the point is, you got to be who you are all the time. Yes. Help each other out. Meet in the middle. Talk. Marriage is hard. I get bored sometimes. Every day, Heather and I will text each other, I love you, have a good day. I may not talk to her about her day every time I get home. No. But it's vocalized that we love each other, have a good day. And some, I mean, rarely do we not do that. Maybe we wait till one in the afternoon, but there's something there. Yeah. But I feel like we don't feel the need to like be texting each other all the time. No, I don't text you during the day. Unless no. it's about food. No. What's for dinner? But it'll be, I love you, I love you, have a good day, and then we won't see each other or talk to each other until I get home. Uh, what time are you home and what's for dinner? Yes. And that sounds like shit, find something else. Right. How about this? Nope. I want something. Kick What? Kick Oh, boy. I want something good. That's why I say, she always asked, what do you want to eat? I go, something tasty. Listen, if there's anything we fight over, it's food. We've talked about this already. I know, but I'm just saying. No, we're not perfect at all. So marriage is hard. Just please be yourself. 
please help your spouse. Listen to your spouse. Talk yes. to your spouse. Communicate with your spouse. And if it doesn't work, there's no shame in divorce. Like, it doesn't work, call a mulligan. All right, we fucked up. And that's it. And then wow. move on. And then try to... Look at you using a golf term. And then if it doesn't work, when you go to the next one, learn from the mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Learn from that. Don't be the same dude. Know your fucking strengths and know your weaknesses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I do. So, um, Loretta Lynn's and sex. You want to talk about this? We only boned like once. Well, go ahead, talk about it. Start it up. We only boned like once. Like, we were talking about how we we're going to have all this crazy sex at Loretta's. It no didn't... one said that. Well, you did at one time. No one ever claimed that we. No... I thought I you was did. always wondering if people do it camping and, and, and when they're at the races. I wonder if they're interested in it. Because honestly, I was not really interested in it. I'm not either. It was like, too much. Like, it was so nice to crawl into bed when with you. When did we do it? Um, was it the weekend before it started? Yeah, it okay, was. So that's why Saturday night. Right. So there it is. That that's that's that explains a lot. It wasn't deep into the series like uh, the. Days I think of it racing. was Saturday night with the motorhome incident and the generator and the. I need to relax. <sighs> that was a nightmare that night. And then you're camping, right? We had some friends that were camping, and we actually interrupted them doing it. That you was did. awesome. You did. I knocked on the door, and he came out all sweaty, and like I'm like, ooh, Sorry. my bad. Sorry about that, bro. Come back but later. That was the first time he was alone. His kid was gone playing. He's like, yeah, I got to get it in, right? So for us, um, wasn't really. I didn't really care either way. I think I was more stressed out about Aiden and doing things and getting everything dialed in. Than it's having... a stressful week. Yeah. There's <clears throat> a lot going on. We had incidents with the motorhome that night. We didn't have sex till we got home till late. Our average sex life. No, we had when we got back to Greeley. Really? Yeah, after you woke up. After I, what, we did morning? No, it was afternoon, because remember, we drove all the way through the night. Afternoon? M- you, midday? Yeah. That's good times. That's my peak times. Midday. Well, give, you had slept, because we got back. Give me back, a midday session. We got back to the house at 7, and you slept until like <laughs> 3. Give me a midday session every once in a while. I, don't, I, mean, I asked someone else this the other day. We know we never have sex anywhere else besides the bed. We have on the couch a couple times. But we, why are you getting so quiet all of a sudden? I'm not. I'm just saying we had sex on the couch. I'm just saying most. It's 99 percent bed now. Well, yeah. Aiden's also 14. That's true. That's and we're never really alone. Yeah, that's true. Um, and there's been a couple times we've been alone, and you're like, "No, we gotta go do some. We gotta go take care of this. Or we gotta go over here. Average, I gotta drop my bike off." Average sex? How many days a week? I like. I like to hear this from you because I want to see if you actually really know. Uh, I'd say like two. Come on, bro. It's one. Sometimes it's two. It averages between one to three, depending on like This is what I'm talking our about. Week. It's going downhill. But yeah, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, I get home from work. I cook dinner. I clean the kitchen up. You want to chill and watch TV for a little what bit. What do I do all day? Oh, you work too. I'm not saying you don't work. I'm just saying I get home. I cook dinner. And then it's like we lay in bed and we watch TV. I think we talked about the move before on this show. What the move is for you when I know you're going to sleep. But how, you do that in move too. You're like, come over real sideways. And I'll, try I'll initi- just tell you I'm going to sleep. Right, and I'll try initiate. You're like, no, it's too late tonight. You won't admit that you're going to sleep. You'll just do this. You'll roll on her side, and yep. she'll come up next to me, and she'll go, hmm. And I'm like, yep, I'm fucked. I'm done. But. And then I'll try to like stick my hand in there, and she'll be like, ah. 
Jeez, I'm just so tired. <laughs> but you and do that like, to me. That's all you have to say, and I'm done. I'm out of the mood. And then she'll be like, no, it's okay. Like, we'll do it. I'm like, fuck off. Like, I ain't doing that <laughs> pity sex bullshit. It doesn't really go no down No dude like wants that. pity sex. It doesn't really Maybe go some down guys like do. that. <laughs> it goes down just like no, that. it does not. Not even. Dude. Some guys would take pity sex in a heartbeat. I know. I'm not. I'm not about it. But there's been times, too, where I try to initiate, and you're like, oh, no, no, not tonight. I'm tired. So yeah, that's true. So it goes both ways. So don't throw it all on me, homie. All right, you want to do some emails? Yeah, read them. I hate reading. Oh my god, dude! I, I thought this was a, a joint show here. It is a joint show. I printed them. They came to my email. You get to read them. <clears throat> this is from a girl, I think. Right? Uh, I think so. I don't, I'm not. I don't think she wants her name out. Oh, she, she she says, "Hi, Heather and Chris. We love listening to your podcast. Here's my question." It is almost more of a request. A, requ- a request. Do you ever listen to Steve talk sometimes? It just rambles on. Yeah. Okay. I remember hearing Kiefer talk about how you should post your girl on social media, show her off. I think it was when he interviewed someone on the other podcast and talking about why he didn't ever post his girl. My boyfriend listens to Kiefer and follows his advice religiously, except for this one. That's oh, in caps. Ooh. He has this thing that he doesn't want to post us on social media because then if we broke up, he would have to go back and delete all the photos <laughs> and then it would be too painful. And that too many people would be asking him, what the fuck? And he couldn't deal with having to relive it. That's his past relationship trauma speaking. I know that for a fact. But I always would overthink this and tell myself that he was trying to hide from me and his... And hide me, hide me from his hose. But that's not it either. Anyway, I used to feel hurt about this, and it still kind of hurts. But I have adopted the philosophy that I won't post him either, not until he proposes to me or marries me. Two can play that game. We have been together for two years. Jesus Christ. So it's not just a fling. He even talks about our future wedding. And he calls himself basement compared to me. I am fucking adorable. <laughs> Make It makes sense, but it might be dumb that I care so much, but I think it's just a respect thing and not feeling hidden. I don't know. Please, Heather and Kiefer, roast him for not posting me, or at least just tell him what you think about the situation and why you think people should post their girlfriends on social media. He needs to get his shit together. I think there's a second part on that next page that she oh, also left out. She did? One more thing I forgot to mention. He posts on social media regularly. He says he uses it for mostly moto things and not personal, so that's another reason why he would not post us, but that's not true. He posts personal things like friends and family on there. That's that's a big that's a big thing. Go ahead, you want to start out with this cuz I got a lot to say about this. Well, first of all, I think it's kind of shitty. Okay? That's all you got. <sighs> I mean, I don't want to like be like complete asshole, but I think it's bullshit. Well, tell us how you feel. I feel like it's bullshit. Like, wh- why don't you want to post your chick? You've been together 2 years. It's not like it's some um, Fresh new relationship. It's not like you've only been dating a couple of months. Like, show your girl off. It's one or two things. You want me to go with this? You think that there's someone else? You think he's double dipping? It's one of two things, Heather. Double one, dipping? Can I? Can I? Can I'm I just saying double dipping. Double dicking? Double dick. Yes, there might dick be. Dick down? So, no. either A, he doesn't want to be a bitch in front of his homies because some guys really care about the friends thing and some of their friends, some of. Uh, some guy's friends might think he's being a pussy. But if you've been with this chick Hold for on. two years. I got gotcha. you. Hold on. Or two. There is some other 
chick floating around still, even doesn't matter if you're two years. Trust me. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Yeah, I know. We fucking know. What do we know? Chris! What was that? Oh, I don't have wood to knock on yet. Mm-hmm. I had a rando. Not even a rando. It was my your ex- ex-girlfriend. My ex-chick. Knock on the window about one in the morning. No, she rolled in through the front door because the front door wasn't locked. No, she did not. Yes, she fucking did. She did? She fucking sure did because I got out and went to go into the kitchen and I looked out and she looked at me and then she slammed the door and went outside. Oh, really? Yes. That's awesome. No, fuck that. And then you told me. Why were you up? Because she was knocking on the door. You're like, I think someone's here. People are going to turn on their volume right now. I think someone's here. And I was like. So she knocked on the door and then came in? Yeah. Oh. So we were sleeping? So where was she at? She pulled in the driveway. I know, but where was she at in the house? She like opened the front door because I had in walked the entryway? down. Yeah, I'd walked down the hallway and went in to go to the kitchen. You know how there was that like cutout window? Yes. That looked into the living room? Yes. And I was like right in the like the um the cutout? No, before the cutout, like the wall. Yeah, right the entryway, there. yeah. And I saw the door open and I like looked out and she like opened in and I think she saw my shadow and she like shut the door and went outside. And, and then, that's when she started banging on the door. Well, then you went. I think you went outside after her. I just remember her coming in and then closing the door. <laughs> Jesus. And then Christ. you told me to leave. And then she told so anyway, me. She told me that I've been fucking him the whole time. And I'm oh, just like, that was awesome. Good times. Heather versus Heather. Yeah, that's that's old Heather. And this is the new Heather. Little Heather one. So I still think there could be something floating around. I don't know this dude. Okay, so I'm not saying this is factual. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. There's only a couple of reasons why dudes don't post this. Other reasons that he's giving you is all complete bullshit. Yeah. I only post moto shit. Look, I'm moto guy. I post moto shit all the time. I post you and Aiden. Yeah. Okay. I don't care. Like, I try to have a story behind most of my stuff that's with you or Aiden because I feel like people like stories. I like to read stories about someone. I just don't want to post up my pic, my, uh, a picture of my chick and be like, Whip it my, Wednesday. My boo. Oh. I'm with my boo. Fuck that. Tell me about your boo. Tell me about what's up with her. Why are you posting a picture of her? What's what's something quirky about her? Tell me about her. Like let's learn about her. And and I think it's bullshit that he he uses the excuse of I don't if we break up I'm gonna have to go back and take the stuff Come down. On. Like you're already like setting yourself up for failure, but yet you're talking about marriage. Like what is that? Come on, dude. Like, do you guys live together? I need to know. We need to know. Do you guys live together? Look, you can't. I'm not saying you need to fucking do a WCW every week. No. But it's cool to post your chick up once in a while. And if she's hot, be proud. Right. Especially if you're basement. Fuck, dude. That's even more reason to throw her up. Like, titties out a little bit, cleavage showing, smiling. Like, dude, dudes would be envious. I would be, too. Like, I have a beautiful wife, but I'm still stoked on dudes that have hot chicks. Yeah. I'm stoked on that. Nothing wrong with that. No. So... If you're listening, I don't know what your name is, dude. Post a pic of your chick and you hanging out. Tell us a story. Tag me. I, I want to see this chick now. I'm interested. Uh, tag me or Heather. But you guys out there wonder if you should post <laughs> pictures of your chicks. Um, Look, we don't need to see a picture of you guys and how much you love her every single day. Yes. Because we got people that do that, too. Oh, L- my listen, God, dude. We know you love your chick. We know you love your dude. That's great. Awesome. You're in love. Cool. But, we but don't if need I'm to, following you. We don't need to see it every day. I'm following you for a reason. And it's not 
to talk about your chick every single day. How about the people that post the picture on their IG and then they repost the same picture on their IG story? It's like, in case you missed oh, it here. Oh, a new post? Yes. I got a new post up. Aiden does that. I fucking hate that shit. I don't, I don't, I don't, hopefully I didn't ever, I might have done that before. No, you've never done that. Maybe key Frank testing has. Anyway, look it. Mm. This chick seems pretty cool. She's put up with this shit for two years. On your side, don't be tit for tat. Yeah, that's childish. Come on. Don't, you're two years deep. You're proud of your dude. Post him up. Just because he isn't, you're not lame. Don't be this fucking eighth grade relationship bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's it's social media. Who gives a rat's ass? Like, post them up. Tell us a story. That's what I think is funny about social media. There's so many people out there that it's like social media life is one way and then real life is a 180. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. uh, I'm so happy. I love my husband. Meanwhile, over here, fuck him. He's such an asshole. It's like, wait a minute. You just posted how much you love him, but now you're over here. I can't stand him. Like, what is it? You can't. You can't have two different... People want to have a portray a happy life when they're not happy inside. No, f- get happy. Well, some people can't. It's tough. Yeah, I guess so. But social media is used as a tool to follow people that you may like or you want to know about their lifestyle. For me, I don't really follow toxic accounts. So people say, oh, I can't stand this. Well, just unfollow it. Like... I understand if people get burned out on dirt bike picks on my stuff. You can unfollow me. I'm I'm fine with it. Like at times I get p- burned out of riders and their photos of themselves because the captions suck ass. Like I won eight seven for seventh. Didn't have a good day. You know. Okay, tell me about something about your day. Yeah, M- Michael Moseman. It seems lame. It seems childish, but he has a fun fact every time he has a caption. Like, fun fact, did you know that da, 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 da? It has nothing to do with what he's talking about, but it's just funny or cool. Like, that's different. Yep. I post something about you, I would say 90% of the time, I would try to tell something story, something funny, something I know about you. I like to read stories. Yes. That is what we do. So, if you're listening to this dude, tell us a story about your chick and tell us the real reason why you're not posting pictures with her. It's not because you're going to feel like shit after you break up with her. Oh man, it. it's too hard. Where's uh, where's Metallica? Nothing else matters when you need it. Or or one of those where they post pictures and they take them down, then two days later they're back up. Yeah, come on, dude. So, all right, let's get through that. We got one more, I think. Let's see, what is this one? I don't think you're supposed to read the name either. On this one? Yeah. <clears throat> all right, here we go. I hope you and the family are doing well. Good luck at Loretta. Oh, this is before Loretta's. This is a long time ago. Well, yeah, because I got it after we did our last pod. If you guys do have any questions you want to read on the air or maybe have us discuss or a topic, chris at keyforinktesting.com or heather at keyforinktesting.com. And then on the subject line, put coffee with the kefers. Yep. If you're sending it to Heather, put cocktail with the kefers because she prefers alcohol over coffee. No, it depends on the time. All right. Getting to my question for the Q&A. I've got a new lady. Around 1.5 years, one and a half years, she saw me ride for the first time at the Silver State 300, Desert Race Heather. Mm-hmm. I was the dude that called into Pulp MX a few weeks back about the off-road talk. Don't know who you are, I'm sorry. Around the time we met, I was two minutes to midnight, hard on, mm-hmm. from pulling the trigger on a cab over camper to take to the races for myself. But now that we've hit it off so well, My search has expanded to toy haulers and trail bikes for her and the kids. That's cool. Between the two of us, we have three kids. Wow. 
I guess my question is, are you and Heather 100% all in on the full family gig? Or do you like to get in some solo motos still? Do you understand what that means? I'm going to finish it, but let me know. I guess my question is, are you and... Oh, the plan to go all in on the family camping mostly hinges on me canceling my future race efforts 100%. I just don't have the income bandwidth to support camping and racing. Am I being selfish wanting to race for myself? Should I spend the money on quality memories for everyone on two wheels? Question mark. See, I think what he's saying is he was going to buy like some little rinky ass rig mm-hmm. so he could go to the races and do his race. Okay. But now that he's got the chick and they have their, their like blending together with mm-hmm. their, You're their blending. children. They're blending. Mm-hmm. That he wants to buy a bigger rig and like just do like. Desert, like what you did, you grew up doing with your family, yeah. going to the desert, right. riding, camping, which now he can't afford to do racing and camping. So it's like, is he being selfish for wanting to go race? And so how do you solve this problem, Heather? Being the girl with the kids. How do you solve it? This is what we do here. Uh, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like you should still be able to do both. Like, maybe not all the races, but maybe still do some. I mean, you shouldn't give up your dream. I feel like it's some of it what we talked about earlier about doing stuff by yourself. We just kind of talked about yeah. me doing my own thing, right? I mean, why can't you take your, your whole gaggle of people and go to the race and camp and race? Like, why or can't you? why don't you just buy what you were going to buy, a camper? Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is this is something different. Buy the camper. May it sleeps two to three people. Put the kids in the camper. You and the lady can leave the door open at night, camp outside, and in the back on in a tent if you really want to go racing you'll figure out a way and if you really want to be with this girl and her kids you'll figure out a way if you can't afford the big rig for all of you to stay in figure out a way to make it happen for all of you to go second part no you're not selfish if you want to do it by yourself i understand that i get it but she should also get that as well i feel like there could be some common ground like hey we don't need to go with you every single time. No. You know, hey, let's map this schedule out and we'll go to this one, this one, and this one. And then those ones that they go to, you figure something else out to make it work for that weekend. Right. And then the other ones, go solo. Bring your Rika camper or whatever you're going to buy. It, there's ways to go around it. There's ways See, to make it happen. I feel like we need to know also like what... What races he's doing? Like, is he trying? It sounds like he's doing desert races. The Silver State 300 is like a long Casey Folks race. Where's that at? Nevada. Okay, that's what I was thinking. It's kind of like a Vegas Torino type. Okay. See, I, I feel like there's got to be some cool places that they're racing at that would be great to take the entire family. Go a couple days early and go camping and take the kids trail riding or stay a couple days after. Make it a vacation. And I'm just saying, what's wrong with tent camping? Nothing. We want we all just get a big tent and sleep in together, and let's do that way too. I mean, do you need a camper? I mean, I've gone to desert plenty of times with my family, and we slept outside. No, but she might be the type of girl that's not really down, like needs like the foo foo. Well, shit. then maybe you need to think of another chick, dude. Because if you're racing desert races and your chick's the foo foo high maintenance bitch, bounce. There is another portion. I don't think this dude being a desert racer would pick that kind of girl. I honestly don't think so. No. I feel like he would kind of get it, or she would kind of get it, right? Like. Obviously, she's going to the race with him. He likes it. They're doing it. You just need to figure out a way. That's it. I mean, I... Map it out. Personally, to me, I say buy the bigger camper and then just... You can't do it. You can't afford both. But I feel like 
is it really that expensive to go to a desert race and race? He was close to pulling the trigger on a cab over camper to take for the ra- take to the races himself. But now that we've hit it off so well, my search has expanded to toy haulers and trail bikes. Here's another thing. Pump the brakes on the trail bikes, dude. Relax. Chill out. One and a half years? You don't need trail bikes for all the kids right now. No. If you still are, are like you like racing and you're still doing it, that part of you should remain selfish. I'm sorry. The kids can wait. Well, and here's the other thing, too. They have combined kids. So I, I don't know how many kids he has versus her, if he's got one and she's got two. But he said total of three together. So if his kid is into racing, then he should work on getting his kid a bite. Don't worry about her kids. Like, your kids should come before her kids. And you're one and a half years in. You don't have to pay for that. How, how about her? How, how come she can't buy right. herself? If she's recognizing that this could be a, a thing... Why isn't she putting her money where her mouth is and say, hey, I'm going to get my kids some bikes too so we all can enjoy it? Correct. Why are you spending all the money? Like don't – yeah, and don't don't sacrifice your happiness just to make this chick happy. When at, at this point. At this point. Right. I mean when you're only a year and a half in, like you got to be, like Chris said, somewhat dude, I selfish. Wasn't, I wasn't even all in a year and a half, dude. I was getting chicks at midnight rolling over and shit. It was awesome. I told you to leave that night too. You did tell me to leave. I was pissed. Yeah. You weren't even that mad. Oh, I got home. I was fucking You came furious. over the next morning, dude. No, I didn't. You came over to me because you, you were scared you were... they were going to roll back over. Hey, you're here. You're lucky. You didn't bail. You're lucky. I, you're welcome. I, 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 might have, I might have had sex that night with that girl. I don't remember fully. This is, break, <laughs> this is, news. This is breaking news on this podcast. I'm, I'm trying to think back. You told me she was going to San Diego to pick up fucking Kathleen. Shh. That happened, too. God dang, I had some shit going on, didn't Fuck I? Fuck you. You're such an asshole. That's awesome. Asshole. I didn't know how cool I was back then. Like, I had a bunch of shit going You're on. You're a fucktard is what you are. Wow. Yeah. You know what? If someone listened to the show, you have more F... If so- Can someone go back and count the F-bombs Heather has versus me? Because it's bad. You're a woman. Don't F it so much. Anyways. So anyways. You're lucky I'm still here. That might have happened. So one and a half years, you ain't fully all in yet. God knows I wasn't. Oh, I was in. I was all in. You were? Yes. Yeah. You just saw what you had. You knew a national champion was coming out of this, so <laughs> you had to wait a long time Listen, for that. Listen, when I met you, I gave two shits that you rode dirt bikes. I gave zero Fs. Yeah, that's another thing that you guys should listen to. Like, don't get a chick that, oh, these kids that date other dudes' chicks. No. It's insane to me. It's insane. It's... <laughs> <laughs> homie hoppers yeah it's crazy i don't know i i couldn't do it that's one thing i will keep aiden away from the track snacks you won't keep him away you think you will but you will not keep him away he's gonna hide it from you then oh i will so you can't do that or else he's gonna hide he's a dude he has a wiener at some point in time he's gonna use it we know he has a wiener i'm just telling you at some point in time that will be utilized okay uh-huh besides his own hand <laughs> That I may or may not have caught him doing that. Okay, but we're going to leave that out because I don't want to totally blow him out. But <laughs> I I do think he will hide it. So don't do that. Be careful. <sighs> so, all right, you have anything else? Do you have a, a nope. topic or anything? Or is that it? Nope, that's <clears throat> it. I think we're good. All right. Well, like we told you, any questions, hit us up on an email. This has been Coffee with the Kiefers. One hour, 15 minutes of just rambling on about random shit, which what this podcast is about hopefully we've helped you 
at some point in time in this. And if you like it, email us. And if you don't, email us. I'd like to hear both sides of it. Have, what, you, have you gotten any emails to say, like, your shit sucks? <laughs> on the Kiefer Tested, yes. Not on this side of it. Someone told you on Kiefer Tested? Yeah, they said, hey, it sucks. You know, I don't know. I've, I've, yeah, I've gotten shitty emails before. But I'm fine with it because I don't want... Oh, you never told me this. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of breaking news on this podcast. Yeah, that's what happens. We just open up. Yeah, I've got people saying, hey, I don't like it. I think your stuff's full of shit, you know, and... um. Do you really believe in your advertisers? I think not. Like, you're just like everyone else. Like, shit like that. But what do you say to those people? Like, I know what I'm about. I'm okay with saying it out loud. Right. If you don't want to believe me, that's that's fine. That's your prerogative. I'm not going to just hate on you. That's really ballsy for someone to just, like, send, like, a shitty email. But here's the thing. A lot of things I want to improve. Um, I've worked on sound over the years. I think I've improved some of that. It'll get better as soon as you order me that part that you haven't ordered that I've sent you on the email. Oops. Okay. Yep. So that's on you. Yep. I didn't know you um, sent me an email. The part I was supposed to order. And I like topics. The kid wrote about being an older teenager mm-hmm. and parents aren't helping him anymore. And that I felt like that was close to home for me. So I wanted to talk about that. There you go. I could have made it a whole show, but I was like, this is a good coffee with the keepers is a good topic, um, a good round table for that kind of subject. Yeah. So, like I said, good or bad, email me. I'm fine with it. Um, I'm usually not a wound tight person. I'm pretty mellow. Yeah. You're and chill. I'm pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Unless you really go overboard and then it ramps me up. Or if you fuck me and I can't ride a Starbike, then I get ramped up. So... <laughs> There's only a few things you can't fuck with me. Don't fuck with the money. Uh, do what you tell me what you're going to do. Keep your word. Don't fuck with my family. And we're cool. We're all good. All right, then. There you go. Yeah. Treat others like you want to be treated, right? Correct. I try to live by that code. I may not be a religious person. I may not do a lot of things the correct way all the time, but I try to live my life the way I'm trying. I try to live by the code, mm-hmm. treat others like you want to be treated. Yes. That's all. Exactly. All right. If you guys see me at the track, come by and say hi. Even if I am at the North 40, we are over there hanging out, just probably talking shit. Come say hi. Yep. And if you guys are listening to the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast, support those advertisers, and hopefully we will have an advertiser on this show sooner or later. I think people are scared of it because we talk about vaginas, dick sucking, um, cheating, uh, we I mean, need we tra- a liquor sponsor for we this try show. to encompass everything it's life this podcast is life it is life it's everything that it's happens. our life it's your life i'll know open so yeah. thank you guys for joining us hope to see you in a month maybe sooner if we have some good topics but keep those topics rolling in and we'll see you on the next one say bye, bye heather <laughs>